The Ultimate Spider-Man Review Show airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern live at mixer.com forward slash Great Britom. G-R-E-A-T-B-R-I-T-O-M. A link to this stream is in the show notes. Please consider joining myself and Cade every week as we talk about one of our favorite shows of all time. See you then, true believers. It is 1 p.m. here in a beautiful, beautiful day in New York City. Holy crap. The sun is definitely out. We are reviewing Spider-Man, the animated series. I am joined by my spectacular, my amazing, the ultimate Kate Onda. How are you doing, my friend? I'm great. Very tired, as always. <laughs> as I'm always, baby. Very, very late. Ah. What were you? What were you? What were you up to so late? Watching Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I do it the the morning of, so it's fresh. Yeah. I wake up early and I watch the episodes. Um, yeah, so we are the ultimate Spider Man review show, where we are tackling Spider Man properties left and right, starting with Spider Man the '90s animated series. Um, this week. Episodes uh, 8, 9, and 10, also known as the Alien Costume Parts 1, 2, and 3. Now, Cade, I would be remiss to continue this further without asking a very critical question. Okay. Did you watch Scoob? Uh, No, not yet. No Scoob? I'm probably going to watch it this coming week. Okay. I've heard mixed things. Ooh, mixed things. All right, well, Scoob Review will be next week. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, what's the weather like where you're at, man? Uh, I, I was literally looking out the window when you started talking about how beautiful it is in New York, because I don't fucking know. Um, it looks actually pretty nice. Uh, yesterday, it was ve- it felt like summer, like properly mm, summer. Yes, yes, um, absolutely. Midwest is always weird with its weather until like late may or june so mm. um but it looks it looks nice i'll check the actual temperature but it looks pretty sunny it's 73 so that's pretty good that's there what go. i like that's there the you go like. um well Cade, we've got mm. a treat on our hands because uh like i said episodes eight nine and ten here the alien costume parts one two and three um, before we talk about them, uh, you know, you can catch us live every um, week weekend, Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, discussing this live. Uh, if you are listening to this in podcast form, we've had uh, some reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts. So thank you for those who have checked it out in its audio only form. We would love for people to continue to check it out in that version and keep giving us reviews so we can hopefully get on the front page of any kind of like entertainment review part of app podcasts or anything. But if you would like to join us live, you can do that. Uh, Mixer.com forward slash Great Britom, G-R-E-A-T-B-R-I-T-O-M every Saturday at 1 p.m. Um, so Alien Costumes Parts 1, 2, and 3. Um I fucking thought. I mean, we'll we'll get into the nitty gritty, but holy hell, these really hold up. <laughs> yeah, incredibly well. Um, there's a lot. I I don't know if they had like more 
budget to do more crazy things but there's there's a lot more spectacle and set pieces in these mm-hmm. um as well as the actual drama and, mm-hmm. and stuff was really really well done um yeah now, now the with you know in the comics he has the black suit for like a long time yeah um it, i mean it was like a year in terms of the actual comic run yeah so yeah there uh, was there was a long time between him getting the suit and then him learning that it was the symbiote that you know this dangerous thing that you yeah. you, know, you don't want to fuck with you don't want to have on your body and um so i was you know go, going back i was like oh this is so condensed we're going from mm. him getting the suit him to, you know breaking bad and then venom in three episodes on top of that because these episodes are like multi uh it's you know it's a multi-part story and a minute an entire minute of the episode is dedicated to a recap and that isn't in addition that is a minute of the actual runtime of the episode so these uh, parts two and three are even shorter than a regular Mm -hmm. episode and so going into it i was a little concerned that we would not be getting uh a story that felt complete a story that felt like it wasn't mm. rushed, but I was very, very happy with how it turned out, and I thought that sure. what they introduced because they introduce a lot, they you know that whole them rushing through the story as they've been doing, it it, it worked really well here for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I would say maybe like the last episode is the only one that feels like it's kind of rushing because it mm-hmm. knows it needs to like wrap it up, but uh, even then, it's still still pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's also pretty important to note that mm-hmm. this episode is the first version of a symbiote adaptation or whatever that uh, this, in in the comics, when he originally gets it after Secret Wars and stuff and all that, mm-hmm. um, he it makes him tired and stuff, not mm-hmm. super aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is the first one to really do that. And then obviously stuff like Spider-Man three pulled from that. Oh, and, uh, you see parallels between absolutely very direct. Parallels. Yeah. And obviously um, some of it is brought from the comics, yeah. but the, a lot like him discovering himself, you know, having, you know, the, the suit controlled him in the night. Like that is in the Spider-Man three movie. Um, at which I know you are very fond of. <laughs> <laughs> to a degree, yeah. Yeah, to, uh, a, to a degree. Um, so yeah, let, let's jump right into it. Um, mm-hmm. So it opens up with uh, them being in space. This is John Jameson, son of J. Jonah Jameson, who I think I think we had heard about in a previous episode. Do you, do you know? That they may have, yeah. I think John James, jo- Jonah made a reference to his yeah, like cool astronaut son. Yeah. Um, so they're on the moon and uh, they find Prometheum X, which is this strange rock. And when he removes it, the kind of surface of the moon seems to kind of turn into slime and like collapse in on itself. Don't really know if that means part of the moon is made of the symbiote. <laughs> What's it, 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 it gives some ev- uh, interesting implications to mm-hmm. space. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what, you know, I was like, rocket shuttles don't work this way. Like, it starts, like, yeah. forming around, and they're just like, 
blasts through <laughs> to to escape the the slime that's encroaching around it. I was like, mm-hmm. eh, we'll we'll give it some leeway here. <laughs> um, so it it returns. Uh, we get a news report that Jonah, Robbie Robertson, and Peter are all watching in Jonah's office about. They've discovered this new thing. They're calling it Prometheum X, which is a dope ass name. And, uh, you know, it's the special rock that, you know, it can provide, you know, potentially provide new scientific research, all these things. Um, so everyone's like super stoked. Even Peter is like, cool, good on you, Jonah. Like, I'll let you have this one. Mm. Um, Kingpin watching the exact same news story. Uh, and he's like, I need that Prometheum X, you know, like up to his plots and everything. And then we get just the briefest of moments on the George Washington Bridge showing that Eddie Brock is trying to get there to the the landing. Now, here's the thing. So Eddie Brock is on the George Washington Bridge. And I don't know if you know about the bridges here in New York, Cade, but the George Washington Bridge is from New Jersey to uh, New York City. Mm-hmm. So it's on the uh, west side of this, of New York. Kennedy Airport, which they talk about where the landing is happening, is in Brooklyn, which is on the east side <laughs> and like very south. Like driving from jo- the George Washington Bridge to the Kennedy Airport is a is an is a multi hour excursion. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking Eddie probably should have left a little bit sooner. <laughs> to get there in time because uh he is very very far away from making it to the airport uh but i digress so the shuttle comes in uh but then the the slime uh the the symbiote starts crawling under the the door to the cockpit of the, the space shuttle and starts uh kind of crawling all over the astronauts and they like you know it fucks up their re-entry now kate mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious here I never really understood the relation. I never really thought about the relationship between Prometheum X and the symbiote. Is the symbiote the Prometheum X in just a different form? I was wondering that too. Um, Because obviously in the original story, Spider-Man gets it like on an alien planet or whatever. Yeah, during Secret Wars. Yeah, it's it's a very different origin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, From a vending machine? (laughs) An alien vending machine. (laughs) Um, And so he... uh, It's it's not totally clear. You'd have to imagine, like, there's a direct link. The the Prometheum X is like a rock that also looks black. Right. Um, And we we later discover that it's, like, kind of evolving in a way, too, the, the rock, because... Uh, when Alistair Smythe gets it, he uh, it doesn't have like the elements that he wants because it's been like exposed for too long or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So that's not how it ultimately I, works out. Yeah, yeah. So I would imagine there is some sort of link there, and it, yeah, I, to answer your question directly, yeah, I think it's direct, uh, directly related. Okay, and maybe I I kept thinking in my mind like it was maybe like a chocolate lava cake. Like this, is like the inside, the inside of it is like this liquid, and then the yeah. outside is the Prometheum X, this rock. Yeah. Um, but it, it's you know, it, it's 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 a cartoon. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> so they're watching all of this happen on the TV. Peter, Jonah, Robbie. They're ha- they're watching like something. Something's going wrong in the shuttle because it keeps phasing in and out. Um, 
and and eventually like the the transmission from the shuttle disappears um the the shuttle's going to crash into the George Washington bridge um and then kingpin like makes a call to the rhino and that's the the cool thing i think about the alien costume saga is we get more spidey bad guys that are woven into the story in in some cool ways that i think work really well so you know it's not just about venom that this is the 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 introduction of rhino introduction of shocker in the next episode um what do you think of this uh this this version of rhino i mean it's kind of like the rhino we really know you know it's it's stupid guy big suit (laughs) and uh yeah it's it's nothing great, but like <laughs> it's, I, it's what we know. I like some of his lines, like when Peter's like, "Where did you come from?" and he's like, "Jersey." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. There's some great lines throughout all of these episodes. The the uh, d- the dialogue yeah. is so good. The the it's and the and the good. and the just the story, the writing in general for these episodes is is I think really holds up. Yeah. Um. So Jonah is uh, like, fuck, I got to go get to my son. So he's like, I'm going to go take the chopper. And Peter's like, I have a different way of getting there. And I love this shot of you see the chopper take off from the Daily Bugle. And then you see Spidey crawl out of a window in the Daily Bugle and then like swing away. And the camera moves with Spidey as he leaves. And I just like that. Like there was no need to have that shot. Um because it's a, it's a complicated you have multiple things that you need to animate and i just thought it was quite cinematic like these these guys making the show like know what they're doing um very clearly yes yeah. uh, so, uh so then we're on the bridge uh people on the radio are getting uh notifications to abandon your vehicles like the, the you do not want to be on this bridge um and then we get more terrible cg buildings uh, it's really bad in this one too. Yeah. There's, there's another sequence where Peter—it's not in this episode specifically—but uh, Peter is looking at the like uh, molecules or whatever the fuck <laughs> sciencey shit he's doing of the Prometheum X, and it's like <laughs> just bad CG. Yeah, it's, uh, th- that I can forgive in a way because it's Alien, so you know yeah. there's no you know what is a fucking couple of balls stuck together like whatever but yeah they they cut to these cg buildings multiple multiple times and they cut back and forth between the uh cg buildings um john jameson struggling to hold uh the shuttle together in the cockpit um and then you know we we get cuts where it shows like behind them as that the ooze is crawling all over them and then we get just regularly drawn hand-drawn animated buildings through the windshield and i'm like why why did you feel the need surely also these cg shots cost you so much was it just to show off that this is something that could be done even if it looked like bad (laughs) it looks like the fucking ps1 spider-man game it really does yeah um so rhino is like on the bridge he's just like knocking cars about he's like just past killing time until the shuttle shows up uh and it does it 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 flies in between the uh like along the bridge so it loses its wings its wings get clipped by the the thing you know the i don't know what you call them the the arches that are on the bridge Mm -hmm. 
and it crashes and uh, Brock narrowly escapes death. And he's like, all right, perfect chance. To, from, I'm right here. Like, let me get some pictures. Again, he's not a photographer, but we'll let it slide because he, he, I guess he's a, just a freelance journalist at this point. So he is probably doing double duty with photography and the journalism itself. Uh, and then he gets pictures of Spider-Man jumping in to the the shuttle. And uh, Spider-Man sh- you know, shows up, but the rhino is already there. And uh, we get a little bit of a fight between the two. Uh, Rhino escapes with the Prometheum X. Spidey saves John Jameson and his astronaut partner. And um, that's when uh, Jay Jonah shows up in his chopper. And he lands and goes goes and checks on his son. And the the son is like, Spider-Man. Like, he's, you know, John's Mm. out of it. And so, like, Jonah's like, what the fuck? Spider-Man was here? And Brock's like, I got it all on camera. Like, just give me my job back. Um, yeah, this was a very, uh, uh, very, very, you know, Jonah thinks he's got the smoking gun, right? He thinks yeah. that, oh, this is the thing that's going to take down Spidey. And then Spidey crawls out of the, the river because he just, like, just, like, went for a swim to escape the whole scenario. And he's covered in the symbiote, but he thinks it's just pollution. Uh, pollution. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he has a great line where he's like, wet, thick, and creamy. And I'm like, oh, Peter. Yikes. They're riding the line there. Yeah, I can't yeah. feel pregnant. Make some innuendos, though. Seriously. I mean, I, t- I tell you, this, these episodes definitely, I think, cross some, uh, you know, some, some of those concerns For that sure. they were having making the show. They're very dark. Um, for their audience absolutely yeah especially with how concerned obviously they were about all of that when making the show um so he's put a he's put a spider tracer on the rhino but he it's not transmitting a signal so he's like he must be in some kind of fortress and the rhino is he's in kingpin's dope ass chrysler building hideout and he's brought him the the prometheum x so our smith is like i'm gonna go tinker on this immediately uh peter peter gets back home he, he finds out that everyone is blaming spider-man you know jonah's like i i, I want uh i'm gonna put a million dollars uh reward out for anyone that can catch spider-man um for his involvement in the um this the shuttle the, landing he thinks he, spider-man stole the uh right Max. yes yeah because uh, Brock lied and and said that yeah. it was Spidey, and he didn't tell him that it was a it was a Rhino. So Spidey's like, okay, I guess I'm just gonna lay low for a while. And he throws his costume in the hamper, and I'm like, dude, just wash it now. Yeah, it is. It, also, it... <laughs> Aunt May, mm-hmm. total bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude, she, she's uh, like, he's gonna get what he Spider Man what he deserves. But she's Peter's always like, been like, I that will in the fuck you up. Uh, and, is yeah. that what he says? I missed that line. Kate. I mean, you know, I think in the director's cut, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I want to come back to that too because there's something that happens later in the episode that mm-hmm. did not happen. Do you know what I'm talking about, or did I did I hallucinate this? What what are you talking about? I don't so know. What you're at the, about. the end, of, I think it's when he's fighting the rhino at the mm-hmm. end. Um, he he's like having a flashback to like everyone's kind of like talking to him, and they're like, "Hey, you're acting weird, like Felicia and stuff." Yes. And there's a cut 
of Aunt May and him talking at like the dining room table, and he's like, "I'm not talking about this anymore," and he storms off. And I'm like, "Did that happen?" Um, I don't think it happens here, but maybe later in the episode. I didn't notice any yeah. animations that don't exist. I, okay, yeah, maybe I maybe I just missed it or something. I was looking at my phone for like half of a second because I was I was paying pretty close attention to these episodes, but. I just do not remember that happening. <laughs> okay. right. And I'm like, am I going crazy? Well, I'm I'm scanning through the uh the 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 episodes as as okay. we so um so yeah, but it it isn't a, it is it doesn't happen yet because obviously he yeah. hasn't gotten the the black the black suit hasn't taken him over. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, dude, wash this shit immediately, but he doesn't. He obviously just like throws it in his hamper, and I'm like, dude, that thing is covered in black gunk. <laughs> it is absolutely drenched. So he throws that away, and then he starts having uh, restless dreams as the symbiote starts uh, creeping onto his body from the the hamper. And uh, I love this dream sequence, and I think it's uh, very much inspired by... Did you watch Neon Genesis Evangelion at all? No. Okay. Uh, but you're aware but I, of it? Yeah, and yeah. I also know that, like, there there is basis for this in the comics as well mm -hmm. um, with the fight between the, the symbiote and the, the actual suit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, but yeah. The, the way they pull it off is really cool. Yeah. I like, I like it a lot. I, I like the way it's kind of creepy. Uh, I think, the, I think even the Spidey suit itself, yeah, it looks really creepy. And again, like a shell almost. Yeah. I, th I think if you, uh, if you, if you watch Neon Genesis Evangelion, I think it's very clear to me that the way in which these two, you know, these giant versions of the, the symbiote and the, the Spider-Man suit uh, fight mm. is inspired by the way that the, the they animate the uh, Evangelions in Neon Genesis. Um, so, yeah, I thought it looked really cool. And obviously this is the moment we get in the opening where the symbiote swallows Peter. Mm. And... Again, it's it's it only lasts thirty seconds, but it's a really great way to convey to the audience and show to the audience what is actually happening, um, what this symbiote really is, mm. um, and yeah, I, I really think that it was a, an inspired choice. Um, then he wakes up, hanging upside down, um, seeing his reflection in the mirror. This is the moment that we eventually get in Spider Man Three. Mm where he is, oh my god, I'm in a black suit, how did I get here? But you know what? Fuck that. Fuck being worried about any of this. <laughs> Just enjoy the new suit, because, yeah, man, you are flying cool. through the city, right? Like, no concern whatsoever. He's not worried. <laughs> He's like, oh, I look great in black. I also love the, um, the kind of, like, blue highlights that the suit has. Yeah. Uh, I think that it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> It's a really cool suit. Um, and it's interesting that you say that, too, because then, obviously, when we get Venom, it has, like, a red highlight around it, too. Yeah, yeah. The the way that the vet, like, yeah, he has the blue, but he also does have have the red. Um, yeah, the mm -hmm. Ven Venom suit looks fantastic as well. Yeah. And then uh, he's, like, testing out his powers, uh, and he, like, starts, like, throwing because everyone's after him for the money. Yeah. Um so these these kind of like <laughs> construction workers come and like <laughs> try and tackle him but he just like starts throwing them about and he's like wait a sec what the fuck am I doing? 
um he's like defending I'm myself. defending myself <laughs> yeah but you know that's that's fair i guess but you know maybe yeah. just try and escape the situation but mm. anyway so he starts bounding along cars he realizes he can lift up a fire truck um so his strength is increased as well as his agility like basically all of his abilities are enhanced and on top of that he's able to uh blend in by the suit just turning into a policeman's outfit so you know add impersonating a police officer to the list of uh crimes <laughs> that spider-man has committed in this it's show fucking asshole um but what's really funny is is we get a scene obviously uh next with uh felice you know felicia hardy and he's like oh i want um this italian suit but he still for the most part just has the uniform turned back into that fucking ugly striped shirt <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Peter, you can have any clothes you want. You can be Joe Perry from Aerosmith, and you still decide to wear that ugly-ass striped shirt. Now, that's an interesting thing. So, yeah, so the next scene, he's at ESU. He's standing on the side of the building, and he's, like, trying all these different outfits. And he tries the, the Joe Perry Aerosmith outfit. Did Joe Perry do the guitar riff for the show? For, for the show, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Because I was like, why do we have this reference um, <laughs> to to Aerosmith here? Like, that's weird. And I guess that maybe that was a deal. It's like, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Aerosmith did the entire theme song. Oh, shit. Like, that was. You know? No, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Look that up. Yeah. It's the, the whole theme is like Aerosmith together. Yeah. So is the voice that goes like Spider Blood, Spider Blood, is that steve tyler i believe so no way um, okay yeah on, let me look this up yeah it's pretty cool right uh, yeah let me look to uh spider-man theme song oh my god There's so many different versions michael buble what the fuck <laughs> well that that's uh, at the end of one of the spider-man movies ah uh, okay that's the standard uh uh spider-man song um yeah, why why is there no information on this? I it's know, true. I just Googled it. Uh, and Anthony Joseph Joe Perry is the lead guitarist and occasional lead vocalist of Aerosmith. He performed the opening theme to Spider-Man the Animated Series. Okay, maybe it was just Joe Perry himself then, uh, for the entire thing. Yeah, I guess so. But still, you know. So yeah, I mean it's dope as hell. It's it's yeah. hang on. Opening theme. The opening theme to Spider-Man the Animated Series was performed by Joe Perry, the lead. Yeah, so I think it was just him. John Semper Jr. originally wanted to use the theme from theme song from the 1967 Spider-Man series. That would have been bizarre. <laughs> However, the rights holder wanted too much money for the song, yeah. so Semper ended up not being able to use it. Joe Perry, the lead guitarist of Aerosmith, was then hired to perform the theme song that would be used in Spider-Man the Animated Series. The theme song was written by Haim Saban. That's interesting. Do you know who Haim Saban is? Uh, sorry, did you say no? I didn't know. No, yeah. uh, Haim Saban is the guy that brought Power Rangers to the United oh, States. He is shit. He is a billionaire Israeli music TV producer, and he was the guy who That's was great. like, which is funny because the first person that tried to bring uh, Power Rangers to the United States was Stan Lee. He tried to make as part of a deal because we got the Japanese Spider-Man show in the '80s. Yeah. He tried to make a deal 
with Toei, who produced the Japanese Spider-Man show, he was like, you have the rights to Spider-Man to make your show. I want the rights to um, Sentei, which is the Power Rangers, um, mm-hmm. Japanese equivalent of Power Rangers. And he tried to adapt, like, in 85 that stuff into something for American audiences, but he was like, ah, it's not going to work. It's never going to work. And then Haim Saban was the guy who like discovered it later on and was like, I'm going to bring this to the United States. So that's, Hmm. that's very interesting about Joe Perry. I had no idea. I just thought that like Aerosmith was a popular band at the time. So like, let's throw in a little reference for (laughs) kids here. Well, Aerosmith did do an actual rendition of the Spider-Man theme the 67 theme the one from the original yeah 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 yeah. um on uh spider-man 2002 soundtrack for Mm -hmm. the sam raimi movie so the steven tyler and everyone was part of that one i know that much cool um yeah very dope well so he well he settles he doesn't settle on the aerosmith look which i think Mm -hmm. was a, a good choice because he looks really fucking dope in this uh this suit that he uh procures uh-huh. and then we start to get the uh we start to st- we start to see the symbiote doing its work because uh felicia like walks out of her class and she's like oh peter like she she cannot resist peter parker in a suit <laughs> she loves him in a suit pretty attractive and then flash thompson comes out and he's like stay away from my girl peter and she's like flash i'm not your girl and then peter starts to fight you know fight get get a little feisty here fight back a little he's like i've developed a backbone oh he's like oh peter's developed a backbone he's like i've developed a lot more than a backbone um and so there's a little confrontation and it's it's kind of weird here because to me i would have thought that if if, you know felicia's like into dudes who are a little bit confrontational i mean she's kind of dating flash Mm -hmm. so when peter like stands up for himself like not in any kind of like hyper aggressive way i think he's just responding like back the fuck off flash like i'm not gonna take your shit anymore mm-hmm. and she's like you've changed this was just a moment that i just thought was a little bit weird to, to get the point across that peter you know people are noticing a difference that they don't like in him but yeah. like to me like this is this is totally fine and if i was felicia <laughs> who was attracted to someone who is a little bit confrontational like flash surely mm. she would have enjoyed Peter kind of standing up for himself, but I just think like it is a little aggressive, like his tone of voice and stuff and like everything he's saying and the way he's saying it and Mm -hmm. stuff. He's not like physically really doing anything. Um, But uh, I think like for her, she knows him as a very sweet, caring person. And it's, it would be kind of unnerving to me if someone I know who was really all wholesome and stuff was all of a sudden like evil or not mm-hmm. i guess not she can't really tell he's evil but she can really pick up that something is off about him and yeah, it's this changing true. character that i think could maybe signal you know to a lot of you like oh there's more probably going on here and that's kind right. of concerning right like um, mate, what's so going on in his word. life that is causing yeah like this. exactly yeah, that's that's fa- that's that's fair yeah, maybe she maybe this is actually a well-written moment and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just wrong. Um, anyway, sure. so we cut we cut we cut to Alistair Smythe in Kingpin's headquarters. He's running tests on the Prometheum X. Uh, Kingpin calls in some buyers. He's like, yo, I got this fresh shit. You got to come check this out. Um, 
Oh, and then here, this is the dinner scene you were talking about, where uh, May is is she's concerned. Yes, yeah, I remember this. So, so May says to Peter, like, I don't. I'm very concerned about you taking these pictures of Spider Man. Okay, right. Yep. Um, especially <laughs> now that he seems to be, you know, Breaking Bad or whatever. Like he he's more aggressive. Like I don't want you doing this. And he and he does say like I don't want to talk about this right now. Um, he goes back to his room. Uh, yeah. So that that scene that scene does exist. <laughs> you 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 must you must have just uh, I don't know what happened to my brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, he goes back to his room, he picks up his spider-tracking little radio, realizes, oh, the rhino has showed up again. And he's like, cool, I'm going to go uh, go ch- chase him down. The rhino has, uh, oh, they need, oh, that's right. Kingpin didn't call buyers up. He called the rhino to be like, we need, we need you to get these, like, rods some kind of like some some kind of catalyst i think catalyst agent to react with the prometheum x that's why that's who we called and that's why rhino's here is is to get these mm-hmm. like kind of uh nuclear rods um and then spidey fucking shows up and wrecks his shit <laughs> um this is an intense scene i mean it's not i think scary but it's it's really intense and they hint that like spider-man's going to destroy the rhino uh, by fucking crushing him with that giant plate he's he's fucking puts sticks his horn in the ground and just spins him on his horn which it's fucking crazy yeah i'm like jesus dude yeah he um he he wrecks his shit um and then he realizes and then he yeah he has all the flashbacks from the episode of mm-hmm his confrontation, him confronting Aunt May, hit Felicia, um, saying you've changed. I, you know, I think that if we'd, I would have loved to have had more time and had a few more moments that were showing him maybe slowly progressing. It's, it feels a little odd to just have just, it's, it is just those two moments that exist of him being confrontational, but it gets the job done. He realizes something's up. Um, he drops the, the the door and uh just disappears and then he look he's like hanging on the side of a building he's like what's happening to me and then he looks in uh, the window at his reflection and it flashes and it's venom mm-hmm. which i i i get it i didn't really like the fact that they like t- you know teased venom in that way um, this happens in spider-man 3 as well in a scenes deleted from the theatrical cut but they put it back in uh, in the okay. editor's cut that mm. came out a couple of years ago um it was in like the trailers and stuff but yeah there's there's a scene like that as well where he's in his apartment and um he's kind of like looking at himself in the mirror and then there's a jump scare with the uh, face in it. okay uh as the meal deals thank you joining Thank you for joining the chat. We are talking about the well. We just fin- basically finished talking about the Alien costume part one mm. in uh, in Spider Man the nineties animated series. All right, part two. Oh, well, what did you think of this episode? It was really good. Yeah, uh, really. And good. I might say it's the best of the bunch from these three. Um, two might be a little bit better. I'm not sure, uh, but. I like it a lot, and either either way, mm-hmm. these these episodes are the best of the entire oh, series so far. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, the the stuff with the nightmare, the uh, um, just conflict it brings for Peter and stuff. 
it's it's all really well done. And I think it 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 is the best. Uh, I don't want to say rushed, but it is, you know, all of the previous episodes have in some way, some form or another thrown a lot at the viewer in a very short amount of time. And this episode yeah. does that even more and mm-hmm. does it better very well. and it does yeah. it better than the other episodes. So I, I agree. I think this might be the best of the three. And I know that it sounds crazy, but having an ex- just an extra minute of content because you don't have a um, a recap at the beginning. Yeah, I mean that extra minute when you're talking about a 19 minute TV show is all you could. There's a lot you can do with that, and it, and it, I yeah. think it shows. Um, cool. Part two, baby. Uh, so we do get the recap, and it literally lasts a, a whole minute. Pretty no, I mean it's it's even more than that. It's a minute thirty. So it's mm-hmm. a minute thirty for that, and then it's another minute for the opening. So two. Two minute, two minutes and thirty seconds, almost to the dot, leaving eighteen minutes for for the episode. Um, so basically, every it, this is like mad, 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 mad world. Every fucking guy with a gun is out to get Spider Man <laughs> and try and get True. this million dollar reward. I mean, I can't blame him. No, That's I a guess not. Lucrative reward. But I'm just like, how do you think you're, this is going to go down? Yeah, it's yeah, not going to go well for you. It's fucking Spider-Man. Well, a group of what I can only describe as wannabe G.I. Joe characters. <laughs> I don't really understand who these people are. I don't either. I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> like they're not they're not like uh the enforcers who we no. never see in the in this in this show. You know, that that would have been cool if it was them, right? But mm. it's just a pack of pack of dudes with a bunch of different tech there's a guy who's like dressed in a in like he looks like he's dressed in like a a gi like a karate uniform Uh he's got the thing he shoots he shoots like a grappling hook at spidey like i don't know what you thought your plan was but i do love that they're like nothing's working on him and they're like oh let's try the sonic blaster let's just give that a whirl (laughs) um and obviously it works because as spider-man fans we understand the symbiote is weak to sonic attacks and then it starts um it pulls peter out by shooting a bit of it, the costume like onto the wall and pulling him away so peter's like oh my god like this suit this can do this suit can do you know more than i even thought it could mm-hmm. he then um uses his web to bust open a f- uh, fire hydrant and at first i was like oh they're just gonna run away because of the water but then he explains that they've got these battery packs that, like, you get a drop of water on these things, they go boom, which I think is a really faulty design. <laughs> um, and then we get uh, some reused shots that are usually him in the red suit, but now it's him in the black suit swinging mm-hmm. away. And he's he's uh, he's getting more and more suspicious of, of the suit and its capabilities and realizing that it's, uh, it's probably actually sentient. Um, uh anyway he goes he shows up at the bugle and he confronts eddie brock who you know has the photo is giving jonah the photos of of spidey entering the space shuttle and basically he threatens both of them like back the fuck off like you don't want to mess with me um you know are you going to tell jonah about the rhino and jonah's like the rhino i think that new suit is cutting the oxygen to your brain and again, it's just that thing of like, 
there's been a there's been a scorpion like there's been a scorpion you mm. you made you made a scorpion villain but a rhino villain preposterous <laughs> it's it's like how much shit have you seen right at this point that you just can brush that off like this fucking spider guy lunatic over here yeah. <laughs> Batshit bat crazy, batshit crazy. Uh, it's like what? <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, so uh, Peter then, oh, then we cut to Alistair Smythe. He they do a test, and Kingpin is showing again just a random assortment of weird-looking goons. There's a guy yeah. in this weird mask. There's a dude who looks like if Marty McFly had. <laughs> taking her up to a life of crime. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on there? I, I have no idea. I, there's some weird characters in this show, like the buyers of the Prometheum X. I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Yep. Uh, yep. Like, who the fuck are they? Why are they dressed like this? Honestly. Like, are they meant... Because I'm like, are they terrorists? <laughs> they must like, be. But they're dressed... They don't look like villains. Like... The, the one guy's outfit is a little bit reminiscent of, like, the tarantula. Like, I just yeah. wish, I just wish that this, the, the, these, epi- these episodes have these, like, weird characters that are, you mm-hmm. know, these, cr- you know, criminals. And I'm like, you have so many, like, criminals like this that exist mm-hmm. in the comics and you didn't use them. Like, you could have had the tarantula here. That would have been dope. You could have had the Prat. Well, we get to the Prowler later, but there's a lot of, of of villains that the show just never touches. And I'm like, you could have had eight of them right here. Like, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, so they show off the Prometheum X. They show that just even uh, a fraction of this rock has the ability to like blow up the whole test chamber. And <laughs> the guy's like, you could blow up the planet. And I'm like, well, maybe not the planet, but I get your point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Peter shows up at Doc Connor's lab, and he's like, hey, I got this freaky new suit. And I like this. I like the fact that we're we're getting some Connor stuff, not him as the lizard. Um, you know, and, and, you know, them interacting and Peter reminding him, like, yo, I saved your fucking hide. Like, your, your life was, was ruined. I, I saved it. Like, can you help me out? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this really weird bit where... They they're trying to like cut the the costume and obviously it it refuses to be like cut, but they manage to like clip it with scissors. But then Peter Spidey hands the symbiote bit to Doc Connors like from his <laughs> own hand, and I'm like, why didn't the symbiote just reattach itself? I thought it was just it was just a little moment to me that stuck out. Um, uh, let's see. So Connors is looking at it. He's realizing that it's it's adapting. This is a really really smart. Um, piece of, uh, you know, it's not just fabric. This is a living thing, which was obvious from the start with how it behaves. I'm pretty sure Peter could have figured that out, but whatever. And then um, he, this is when we hear of the word symbiote because he introduces some kind of like cellular life form to it. And it not only does it bond with it, but it takes over and it starts changing the molecular structure of the cellular life form to to itself and so it's feeding off of um it's it's making its host it's turning the host into it Mm. um on an actual molecular level which i thought was really cool 
Um, in, and in the and, comics, mm-hmm. this uh, this interaction is usually Spider-Man and Reed Richards, but uh, and, and yeah, for some reason, I, I'm not sure why, because obviously they've already played around with the idea of there being other superheroes, and we do see them show up later. Um, but uh, yeah, and this is Doctor Connors, like you said, and then in Spider-Man Three. That's also Dr. Connors. Oh, it is Dr. Connors in Spidey 3. That is true. Yeah, yep. I mean, I think it's... I, I'm glad that they didn't just, like, have... Okay, well, here's Reed Richards, even though I yeah, think that, we've that mentioned would be him. A and, yeah. you know, I think having... I think what something the show does well is that characters keep returning. That's they, true. They keep Dr. manifesting, having... There. Yeah. Manifesting these relationships. And, you know, obviously, Peter went to Doc Connors because he, scra- you know, scratched his back with the whole lizard keeper. Yep. So... Yep. I'm I'm glad it wasn't Reed Richards. I don't think the Fantastic Four actually show up in the show at all, despite I don't the think, fact that they get their own so. car. They do have their own cartoon. Yeah. Like they uh, are in sure. this 90s Marvel animated yeah. universe. I wonder what the deal is with that. But, well, they uh, do yeah. have Secret Wars. Maybe they're in the Secret Wars stuff at the end of the show. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I remember, you know, Captain America, I think, and the X Men. Uh, Iron Man that... Iron Man is in the show at some point okay. as well. So Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I'm remembering wrong, um, but we'll get to that. That's a, that's a few weeks away. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Doc Connors is like, Spidey, you got to take the suit off. You have to get rid of the suit. And Spidey's like, I can't do that. And I, I need the suit. Um. To, you know, I think he's just like, a, kind of a little bit uh, addicted to the yeah. power and everything. Yeah. Uh, John Jameson wakes up in the hospital. <laughs> and he, he starts being like Spider-Man, Rhino. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, he does that weird sound. I mean, you know, we'll, we get to it at the end of the episode, but there's some great voice acting in there this is. episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Jonah is like, oh, fuck, there was a Rhino. And then he confronts Brock about it. And this is really interesting because it, you know, it shows that Jonah has integrity, his own morphed, warped form of integrity, but he wants to get Spider-Man on, he he wants actual real evidence and not botched evidence, much like um, how he is in, in Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so many parallels to, to that, to that film. To, to there really show. is. I, I wonder how much Sam Raimi or, you know, even the, the writers of those movies, uh, like the entire Spider-Man movies, because it seems like this cartoon really influenced a lot of people, uh, involved with making Spider-Man movies, both, uh, the amazing Spider-Man and, um, the originals, the original mm-hmm. trilogy. You know, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, that there's, there is legitimate, like one to one shots, yeah. from some of this stuff to those movies so that you i th- i think that you know maybe that that was the homework that they did instead of re- you know going and reading all of these yeah. comics and i think that i think that they were looking for a way to do the entire symbiote saga in a quick form mm-hmm. and obviously in the comics that that didn't exist the, at yeah. the time the, the, i think i don't know if the ultimate comics were out by the time the first Spider-Man movie, yeah. it, they must have been happening oh, the, at the, the same the, time. The first Spider-Man movie, yeah. Because um, I remember there's a picture of 
Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi reading an issue of Ultimate Spider-Man on the set. So mm, yeah, it, okay. it was at least just starting. But the ultimate, the ultimate, the Venom storyline, the Ultimate no. comics is way different than yeah. any uh, anything. God, yeah. the Ultimate yeah. comics was so good. Oh you my play god! The game? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That game is so fucking good, and I yeah. think like, I mean, obviously PS4 Spider-Man, insanely good. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about games prior to this, yeah, the only game that beats it is Spider-Man Two. Um, yeah, I, and even that, like, I don't know, like, I, Ultimate Spider-Man has a lot more going on to a degree. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot. It's like you have the Johnny Storm races, which you know, I'm not a big fan of those kinds of things, but they're still <laughs> kind of fun. Um, there's you, you get to play as Venom, you eat yeah. people, yep. spit them out. And yeah. you fight Wolverine at one point. Yeah, um, obviously they, you know, they were able to, um, you know, do do uh, a lot more with the extra Marvel characters in that yeah. game. Fuck. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we got to review some of these games too, because I'd love I to jump back yeah, into I've, that. <laughs> I've got Ultimate Spider-Man in my yeah. PS2. I just, I Yo, to let's boot up, up Web yeah. of Shadows, dude. That shit is fucking good. <laughs> I like Web of Shadows a lot. But... That's a review for another time. Um, okay, so where were we? All right. Um, so Jonah like fires Brock again. Uh, he is like, my integrity is on the line, all of this stuff. He's like, you lied to me. So he retracts the million dollar reward that um, he had he had offered for Spider-Man's capture. Um uh, Duchidney in the chat says the PS1 Spider-Man game was probably my first game I remember playing. Uh, yeah, that was the yeah, first game I ever owned for um, my play because I bought a PlayStation Two, uh, and I yeah, got backward compatible, and it was backwards compatible, and I got right. that, and then I got some Donald Duck game for the PS2, and it sucked. <laughs> it was <laughs> really, it was not great. Yeah, yeah my parents were like, I, you uh... can get two games, and I really just wanted Spider-Man, but I was like, I guess I'll get this Donald Duck game as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the, uh, my, my dad came in, sorry, I heard what you said about Web of Shadows. Web of Shadows is, like, oh, okay, yeah. Solid game. Yeah. Uh, that, like, the voice acting's a little weird for Spider-Man. <laughs> um, I, I don't, don't know remember. Really, it's bad. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> and, uh, but the, that, that, game reminds me of like a what if zombie apocalypse for spider-man or something mm-hmm. yeah i always got that like horror vibe well which which really ending cool. did you get um i think the good ending i think i got um yeah. i went i totally went evil <laughs> really it was it was uh, the it was the ending where you rule the city with black cat <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah that's the that bad happened. ending yeah that's, that's the bad ending yeah uh, it was, was fire man games are awesome dude there was just like the way that the story progresses there was no i couldn't resist being evil for Spider-Man. sure i understand what that. a great yeah. concept like i would and, love to for them to have maybe that some of that with the next game if the next game does include Ven, uh the symbiote storyline mm-hmm. um 
Oh God, I cannot wait for Spider-Man Two. No, <laughs> I can't either. Yeah, whatever that game is, it's fucking the potential for that's going to be really cool. Yeah. I remember too. Uh, in Web of Shadows, there's a moment like I mean, like it's, it happens constantly because you're you're able to change the suit on the fly, mm-hmm. and every time you do it, his like stance change and his posture mm-hmm. and stuff. Like there's like visual changes beyond just the black suit. Mm-hmm. um but the details in that game are pretty fucking cool yeah. um yeah everything about that game is really special all right well maybe we'll have to do some some bonus game sure. review pods yeah. i'm totally down um but you know it's like do we review all of the games because there are you know which ones are we really gonna play which ones Just the classics play? i feel like uh <laughs> um, a lot yeah, lots, lots of the, lots of the, lots of the classics for sure. Um, so, anyway, back to back to this episode. Peter is trying to find evidence that. Uh, uh, what is he trying to find evidence for? He's in Brock's apartment, and he finds the film. He's trying to find the strip. film, yeah, for the the rocket to prove that uh, mm, prove his innocence, right? Yeah. Okay. So he busts in, but then at the same time. You know, Kingpin saw the new story that the that there had um, been, you know, j- a rhino. That that the yeah, like oh, there had been a rhino that had been there, and Kingpin's like, well, I can't have this coming back to me, yeah. so I need to go destroy that destroy that evidence. So he sends Shocker, and this is mm-hmm. when we get Shocker, who is just great. <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome yeah. why, why does he show up in like a trench coat? i know it, right? it's like what are you like it, you are wearing this like bright yellow suit you can still see it it's not right it's you're not, not that discreet. you are not sneaky at all like no. if you wanted to be discreet maybe make the suit not bright yellow yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, obviously the you know i think that the suit is meant to be you know like insulation or whatever but yeah it's just really fucking funny how yeah he's <laughs> in he's in a trench coat like he's fucking ben Grimm, and yeah. <laughs> and so and also his powers here are more like electro who doesn't i think show up in the show yeah i was trying I, to think about that i, I, I don't think, recall him ever I think being electro i think they use electro as like one of the villains for um like when the red skull shows up oh. for all of the remember the the warriors six the six warriors and it's yeah. all like these old golden age heroes mm-hmm. i think electro is like one of their villains it, okay i think he shows up at some point but like he isn't a regular spidey villain and obviously mm-hmm. yeah electro's electro's got more like a lightning energy blast rather than like a sonic blast which is his usual thing and i think they made that change because he couldn't have sonic abilities against spidey in the black suit because then he'd be op or whatever anyway exactly so they fight uh brock uh brock they blow up brock's apartment just another fucking (laughs) well he's been evicted he finds out he's been evicted and then they blow up the apartment so maybe you know what they're doing him a favor Um, uh, if he had renter's insurance, you know, on that place. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. There, <laughs> real quick on that subject. At, in the next episode when he becomes Venom, mm-hmm. he runs out of his apartment wall, uh, like breaks <laughs> it all bust, down. Like, it's the just, fucking like, this entire equipment. place is in shambles. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, he doesn't give a fuck in the next episode. Not at all. Not at all. So Shaka thinks that he's taken Spidey down and that all this rubble has fallen on him, but obviously he's in the black suit. Nothing can stop him. He busts out. Shocker, um, he tails Shocker to, like, I get, I don't understand if this is a, meant to be a, this, a secret lab that's separate from the regular Kingpin hideout, but for some reason, so. for some reason, there's, like, this secret lab, and it's just in a, an apartment Dude, building. I thought the same thing. I'm like, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought all of this was happening at Kingpin's, like, regular, like, hangout, but I guess it's not. Probably not. So Spidey shows up, he breaks down the door, finds out there's, like, a giant steel door behind that, and at first he's like, oh, i got to figure out a way to take this down, you know, I, I get through this, and he's like, I can just rip through it, because I've got yeah. this fucking dope suit. They, um, he uh, confronts Shocker and uh, Alistair Smythe, webs him up takes the Prometheum X, um, uh, cuts off a little bit, checks out that, you know, this is where we get the, the CGI molecules or whatever. And he realizes, he realizes something. He's like, uh-huh. But we don't find out what he re- has realized yet. And again, I thought this is where they'd explain that the symbiote and the Prometheum X are somehow related, but that isn't delved into at all. Yeah, either <laughs> it doesn't. So, like, I I know that he mentioned something about like nuclear power or something. I don't mm-hmm. know if what people are trying to use it for are like bombs or you know. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I think it just can be utilized for anything. Just in the sure. way that like we harness nuclear fu- fusion and fission for energy, we can yeah. we can harvest it to make a bomb. You know, it's just something with a ton of potential energy, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, they don't explain at all how the Prometheum X and the Symbiote are actually related. And then um, Kingpin is like, I don't care what you do. Like, you've got to figure out a way to get that back. And Shocker's like, okay, I'll just go kidnap John Jameson mm. and have, you know, make, you know, have Jonah Jameson, like, put the call out for Spider Man to do, you know, swap. The two. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool plan, I guess. And then what's really weird... <laughs> what's really weird is that Eddie Brock... <laughs> is now walking around... Seemingly in the trench coat that Shocker dropped. <laughs> is he? I didn't well, even realize that. Yeah, because he sees, like, Spider-Man's... Oh, no. I, either... Hang on, let's see. Let, let me play it. Oh, fuck. Why the fucking fuck? Fucking hilarious if that's the case. Because he's... So, because what happens is, oh, we're, 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 we're not that far into this fucking show. All right, here we go. Because he's walking around in a gray trench coat. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he sees. So, well, yeah, so he sees, he sees Jameson, like, so, you know, Jameson's like, I'll make a deal with Spider-Man. Spider-Man, come find me. Oh my then, god, this is yeah, this is where we get that fucking terrible, more terrible CG buildings where it cuts from Jameson yeah, and yeah, yeah. his apartment and it pans down. Like, what the fuck? Oh, it's so <laughs> bad. Who I don't know who thought that was a good idea at any point. And then yeah, and then Eddie's like, Well, I'll catch him or whatever. Like, I don't really know what his right, plan was. Brock, like, Brock is just like standing there and it's meant to simulate that Brock knows exactly the details of the plan. 
Yeah. From literally I... just looking at the penthouse window, which is stories above him. Yeah. And, and at, at the same time, like, what is his plan? Like, he's just like, I'm going to kill Spider-Man? Or, or I, I don't he, really know. Yeah. He, he, he's, like, I remember, like, he, he, then the next scene, like, Spider-Man meets up with Jameson, and uh, he's like, all right, I'll come with you. And then Eddie's like, oh, I knew you guys were in, like, coots. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, how, how is that what you got from this? I like, know. <laughs> and and uh, and he's wearing the fucking trench coat. It's the fucking trench coat. <laughs> what a fucking strip. I don't know what's going on here like, at this point. Uh, but you know, <laughs> then they go to the the church, and uh, they're supposed to hand off uh, the Prometheum X to Alistair Smythe, and Smythe's like, "All right, here's Jameson," and then he gives him John Jameson and and Jay Jonah and and John. Uh, leave mm-hmm. and then he gets double crossed by Shocker and Smythe. Meanwhile, Eddie Brock is kind of in the background, like, I'm gonna get in on this. <laughs> like, yeah, like doing, it, it, it weirded me out how because it wasn't like, um, I, I, I think one of my favorite things about one of the things that for me works in the third in Spider Man 3 is mm-hmm. Eddie being on his last legs, he's at the church yeah and like he's begging god to kill spider-man well, like, well that's because like you know i don't be, not to go on a tangent here people don't give that movie enough fucking credit but uh the <laughs> the the scene where you know peter kind of fucks him over one last time is he uh they're at the bugle and eddie has sold those damning pictures of spider-man in the black suit mm-hmm. robbing a bank and Peter's like, this is fake. And he pushes Eddie up against the wall. And Eddie's like, please, please don't do this. And he's like, uh, you want forgiveness? Get religion. And so then he goes to the church and is like, you know, I'm not just trying to get religion. God, fucking smite down Spider-Man and Peter Parker. <laughs> and um, So, yeah, it, it's way better executed there where, like, there's so many things. He takes Gwen Stacy from him. He... Just keeps embarrassing him and, and all these different things. Whereas mm-hmm. in this, it's just kind of like Eddie Brock's a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I think I, I think it's uh, you know, I we get we got a lot of setup with Eddie in the yeah. first few episodes, and he, you know, he did he has been de- Spider Man has been the bane of his existence for sure, for sure. But but then like he isn't a character at all for. The episodes in between yeah. this, like all the stuff we talked about last week, like he's not in it at all, and then he shows up again. So it's kind of, I think, some of that, some of those plot threads, I, I think, disappear a little bit because they mm-hmm. don't, they didn't continuously build up them up uh, up until these episodes. Um, sure. I think, I, I think Eddie's motivations for being angry at Spider Man are justified, but yeah, his specific motivation for being in this. Yes, encounter exactly. and being at the church is are really bizarre, and yeah. um, I just think they could have been handled well. They didn't even need it to be handled as well as I think they do in the in the car in the movie. They just mm-hmm. needed him to have 
discovered that this was happening or you know yeah i mean he just could have been at the church he could have been like he could have been like uh anyway i would have <laughs> they don't call attention to the the church at all right i, I wonder if this plays into the whole censorship thing right we can't like have like yeah. we can't be like pick and choose in religions here yeah or exactly so I, I wonder if that plays a part because i don't even think you really see like a cross or anything no I no absolutely not i mean you know the only building. the only the only thing that you would think it's a church is that it has the bell but yeah. i mean we could be we think it's a church because we associate bells and churches and it is a church it's in church in, in the comics format yeah right so but there is nothing here to suggest this is just like a weird old building with a giant bell yeah, tower exactly so they're fighting and like shocker thinks he can take spidey down but obviously spider-man keeps coming back and spidey's getting pissed off at this point there's a really great line that i want to read to you okay go ahead um hang on let me see if I can find it real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's something like you're in for a shock or something. <laughs> or And then Peter's like, I'm going to rip you limb from that. Right. Yes, and I'm yes. like, what? Like, Shocker was giving like witty retorts, like, you know, playing into it. And then he's just like, I'm going to literally rip <laughs> off your arms and legs, you <laughs> fuck. And I'm like, this is not <laughs> I mean we're we're about we're about to get up to the fucking best fucking the, line one of the best read lines yeah <laughs> with like all of animated history him chasing down Eddie or him chase sorry him chasing down Shocker Shocker's just like I need to escape this guy he's going to fucking rip me limb from limb yeah he's like fuck i'm out and um, then um and then Sh- so shocker runs up the staircase and this is when we get shocker <laughs> you can't escape me i'll chase you to the ends of the earth and you you mentioned that this sounds like bone saw bone saw is ready, ready. <laughs> uh it's it's pretty yeah it's pretty on on the spot and yeah so then he he climbs up the the tower and mm-hmm. they're they're fighting and Eddie Brock comes up like uh, just before this, oh my god to hit, I hated he tries it to hit, I hated it's, this it's very strange yeah but before they go up there that he tries to hit him with like a mace or, or some <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah and off then, of a night right which which yeah. indicates to me that maybe this isn't a church because that's not you wouldn't Tell find off, a yeah that's it's just an yeah. old castle I don't know. I don't fucking know. Um, and then, yeah, they go up top, and then he, like, just runs in, and he just tries to tackle both Spider-Man and Shocker as Spider-Man's, like, breaking all of the the bones in, in Shocker's body. <laughs> and uh, Spider-Man's like, get the fuck out of here! And he yeah. just webs him up and then leaves him dangling. And, uh, yeah. And I, and I did, I, I like, I like him being webbed up. And like that is the process in which, yeah, he's trapped. He's him. trapped, and like the when you know the symbiote leaves Peter at the end. But yeah, him coming in and getting involved in the fight it makes no sense. Shock it makes zero fucking sense. Like, hey, me, and I know that Brock's an idiot, but hey, mm. maybe like try and get on camera this Spider-Man murdering this dude. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, if you want, then you, then Jonah will give you a job back. You can work at any fucking newspaper you wanted if you got that yeah. exclusive. But getting involved physically with it, it just, why would you do it? He's not that dumb. Like, this character is not... Yeah. Not it didn't make any sense. Especially after seeing Spider-Man crushed by like rubble and then just throwing it off and being yeah. like I'm going to fuck you up shocker. You, you know, maybe get it is, and you know maybe it is, you know, if this was maybe a more adult show, it would be like maybe maybe he's suicidal, like maybe he is maybe. like yeah. I'm going to I'm going to do everything I can to, you know, like and I don't care if I die, like Yeah, sure. I'm taking you down or whatever, but obviously there isn't any of those tones no, in yeah, this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so his motivation for physically getting involved is really bizarre. Mm. Um, yeah, and then they, they're fighting and he crushes Shocker's um, gauntlets um, and then like threatens to throw him over again, you know, threatening to, to murder the villain. Um, and then again, he has kind of, he comes to a, has a come to Jesus moment of what the fuck am I doing? Like, this isn't me. Mm-hmm. And then the symbiote tries to murder the shocker and in fact, pushes him over, which I thought was bananas. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he webs him just in time to, to save his life again. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Like the, the show is concerned about, you know, Spider-Man punching people and, you know, yeah, aliens are trying to murder people by putting them <laughs> off high buildings um and then we get the infamous scene the bell ringing um the the suit struggling and it like it like i wish that this could have been animated a little better like i love the way that it is done in the spider-man 3 where it's like ripping and separating from him screaming and Uh, stuff and uh yeah in this it just kind of slides off of him and is its own entity and peter's in boxes <laughs> yeah <laughs> um he throws peter off peter's able to hold on um and then it just kind of gives up yeah i i think that the the this actual him losing the symbiote like isn't done that well no um, uh, it's done pretty well if i remember in spectacular spider-man but i uh, can't wait to review those yeah yeah obviously there's limitations with animation and stuff but mm-hmm. even like i I think you know the the cart like the the nightmare sequence kind of teases like the idea of like a more monstery figure that the mm-hmm. uh, symbiote could take on. You don't really get that here, mm-hmm. um, like you do in Spider Man Three and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little weird, but uh, it's you know does what it needs to do, and then it crawls into a crack and then uh this bit is i I think really good where it's it's going down the webbing and then finds another host with eddie brock and eddie's like trying to you know you're like ah like i i I like the fact that venom is a is a because of peter's actions directly of having eddie webbed up Mm-hmm. He, you know, because like in the in in Spider Man Three, it just kind of drops on drips on Eddie. Like he's like looking up at the tower, and it drips onto him, and mm-hmm. then he turns into Venom. Um, which you know, we'll we'll get to that <laughs> that movie eventually with all of that. <laughs> but I like the fact that like Eddie is like struggling here. Like it's 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 creepy. It's creepy how it takes takes over him. Uh, then we get back to the lab. Alistair Smythe is like here's the rock and they're like wait we need to make sure this is the real thing 
and it doesn't explode. And they realize that, yes, this is what Peter had realized when he studied it on a molecular level. You would have thought Alistair Smythe had maybe done these studies himself um, when they first had the rock to figure out what it... Like, surely to understand what it does, you need to, like, study it first. But he didn't realize that it would eventually, I guess, metastasize into lead and become worthless, um, Mm. which is what happens. Um... And then, yep, yeah, uh, Eddie becomes, and then Eddie becomes Venom, and that's mm. the that's the end of the episode. And then, I mean, like the third episode doesn't really have much plot no. other than it's it's Eddie just trying to get Peter, mm-hmm. uh, and Peter's trying to get him. Yeah, right? the the notes the notes that I have for the third episode are are really really not a lot compared to the notes I took on the first one. Yeah. Um, but with the second episode, I mean, going over it and talking with you, I do think that, like, maybe this is... It's not... I don't know. Just some... Just, you know, dissecting it, realizing, like, actually, like, the moment-to-moment of it, of mm-hmm. how Eddie shows up, I think it's it's weaker than the first of these episodes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it has some stronger moments, especially with, like, Peter, like, turning bad... And everything, yeah. but yeah, the the Eddie stuff kind of really brings it down for me, which is a shame. Yeah, because it's just very like haphazard. Like yeah. it's not very well thought out. They and again, just seem like th- these like... these two episodes have a minute less, and I think yeah. I think it there's a lot. I'm sure that if they had that extra minute, maybe they would have fleshed out how Eddie found out instead of just having this pan from <laughs> the <laughs> fucking penthouse down to him or whatever. Um. All right, next episode, pretty straightforward stuff, as you said. Eddie's getting fucking Schwarzenegger shredded. Holy mm-hmm. crap, he's getting buff <laughs> in preparation to uh, take on Spidey. He's obviously like turned into Venom, and I love this incarnation of Venom. I love that he talks as if there's two of them at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, whether he's either just Eddie Brock or he is Venom, he keeps saying we. Um, and we get, you know, the infamous line, we are Venom. Um, Spidey just kind of happens upon the Rhino and Shocker. I guess they were just, like, waiting for him to find them um, to try and, like, take him out for, like, fucking up their plans. Mm. Um, and Spide- Spidey dispatches of them. Oh, no, they-, they kind of get the best of him. But then, yeah, Venom comes, rocks their shit. And, and Spidey kind of... Crawls out of some rubble and re- and sees them webbed up, and he's like, "I didn't do that. What the fuck?" And then Brock is there, and he introduces himself as Venom. They have a fight, and I, I like the the way that you know there's a lot of grappling, which is mostly how this show handles a lot of the physical encounters. Um, but I think that Venom is is kind of a, de- a, a an, an intense presence. Um, when yeah. they're, they're fighting and you really feel like, oh God. Um, one thing I do like about Venom showing up and, and during this fight is the symbiote talks about how old it is. He's like, I've been here since like the dawn of time. Like I've survived mm-hmm. for thousands, hundreds of thousands of years. Like think of all the things you could have done with the knowledge that I have and you mm-hmm. wasted all of that and now I'm going to give it all to Eddie. So I like that there's that element to it as well of not there isn't just like a it's revenge like yeah stuff. and peter has 
Peter is like missing out not just because of the power of the suit but all the knowledge he could obtain as well from it so I thought that was really good um yeah more fighting i mean this episode as you said is just kind of like them just fighting each other for the most mm. part in different scenarios peter trying to figure out what's up he uh he realizes brock has been like lifting weights he calls the he just calls up the weightlifting company is like hey it's eddie brock can you tell me the last address that you <laughs> sent me an order to and if i was the person working at atlas weights I would have been like, yeah, can you like give me like a, you know, social, a credit card number, like something to prove <laughs> that you are Eddie Brock and not just like someone I calling up. Eddie Brock did this too in an episode as well for something oh, else. Yeah, there's, it's, it's possible in an earlier episode. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. Yeah, there, there's no, in this universe, there are no, uh, there's no, no one cares. There's no double checking on any of these things. <laughs> Um, but he gets an address. Um, then John Jonah shows up with John Jameson at the bugle. They, uh, you know, John is uh, in a wheelchair still. Uh, but fuck it, let's get him up in space again. <laughs> Everyone, he, Jonah's like, all right, let's get you in the shuttle. And John's like, sure, Dad, whatever. Um, so Peter goes to confront Eddie at his apartment. They have uh, another fight. Uh, Venom tries to impale Spider-Man <laughs> with, a, <laughs> with a fan blade, which I think is really funny. Um, like, fuck, that would have been intense. They're fighting on top of the bugle. And then Venom has uh, Peter over a barrel. He, he, he has them all webbed up, and he pulls off his mask and throws it down so everyone on the ground knows, oh, my God, like, P- Spider-Man's been unmasked. Jonah grabs a TV camera, tries to uh, film the whole the whole thing. He's trying to focus the camera. But we get like a good, a solid two minutes of Jonah trying to get the shot <laughs> and Peter like puppeteering on a string, like struggling. And it's just the same shot repeated over and over mm. and over again. Um, like I'm looking at it now. Like, yeah, it's like a good minute and a half of that happening. Mm. Um, Peter, I forget how he, oh, I think he uses the fan blade yeah. uh, that was impaled, that missed impaling him he grabs it uses that to cut the web and then swings away but venom in this fight has made the threat of like i'm not just going to come after you i'm going to come because that's something i forget to mention obviously venom knows peter and spidey are the same person because of the symbiote symbiote. which um was always obviously one of the reasons why venom was always one of spider-man's fiercest foes because he always knew who spider-man was someone uh pointed out Mm-hmm. Probably like last week, uh, something that happens in Spider-Man Three is against every single villain that he faces in that movie. He tries to use those like web balls that he shoots out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when he tries to do it against Venom at the end of the movie, Venom's able to block it because he has the memory of Spider-Man and knows mm. that he tries to do that a lot. But every other villain, Sandman and, and Goblin in that movie, get hit by them, and but Venom like throws up a shield and like deflects it. That's dope. Oh, should have won some Academy Awards that film. Honestly, uh, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, so Spidey, Peter's like, okay, I'm I'm worried that he's gonna now go after MJ or uh, Aunt May, um, and he goes. I guess he just like goes and finds MJ at. I guess they're at a coffee shop. I don't know where they are. Yeah, it looks like Aren't it's they, like going to like a play or something. Maybe it is a play. I'm playing it right now. Hang on. Oh my god, 
this and do this. Um, hang on a sec. Let's Whatever see. the case may be, the uh, Eddie shows up yeah. and is like, "Hey, Peter," or something, and like Mary Jane's like, "Oh, is that your friend?" And he's like, "We we need to go," yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, "She's like, why?" And he keeps on like seeing him behind him and stuff and freaking out and getting paranoid. Yeah, he keeps having like, he keeps having out. flash. Like that was the thing is when he calls up the Atlas. <laughs> agency or not atlas agency the weight place like mm-hmm. they, they they have a picture i guess in the phone book of like a buff guy like doing weights and yeah. then it turns into venom on the page and like tries to like reach out and grab him and he's like oh mm-hmm. i'm freaking out <laughs> some of those some of those things where he's seeing venom anywhere is just exactly. really funny um and uh so yeah he he's running with mary jane they get on a train and eddie's kind of like right behind him and she's like what is going on and he's like do you do you trust me she's like yeah i think so and and he's like good and he that, takes that, on a magic carpet yeah <laughs> yeah ex- the world. exactly <laughs> like look lady i'm gonna blow your mind <laughs> uh, but yeah he's like i'm taking you home and so he takes her home and then uh he suits up or whatever and um they uh well, yeah, he, go, he, he goes. He goes. Yeah, he goes. He goes yeah. to his own home, and Eddie yeah. has shown up to. He's pretending to hang out with Peter. Yeah. Yeah, and then shit happens, and a big chase ensues. Uh, Make it all the way back to Manhattan from Forest yeah. Hills, which is yeah. far. It you is can tell. far. Like, I, I'm not. I don't know New York, but like you can tell that they are not related. Like connected no, in, they, in any way. Cade, they are ridiculously far. Like Forest, <laughs> Forest Hills is so deep into Queens. I mean, it's um, it's like a good two hour train ride from from Manhattan. Mm. Um, yeah, I believe that. So then Venom escapes, and Peter's like, "I need to fight back." So he goes to. Uh, Eddie's apartment and plasters the wall with like fucking Eddie Brock's a fraud and stuff. Mm. And Eddie's like, what? And he's like, I redecorated your apartment. And Spider-Man's trying to get him to chase him. And uh, Venom breaks through his own apartment wall. (laughs) Yep. uh, They they give a very long chase. They end up on the subway. Yes, yes. They end up in the subway. And yet Peter gets onto a train and then Venom follows and using acrobatics, he's able to kind of get Venom off of the train. Yeah. And then, uh... <laughs> and then Venom steals a goddamn truck. <laughs> he steals a truck. And what's Eddie. weird is what's weird to me is that Spidey's plan, he knows that he wants to get Venom to the um yeah, to the landing, to the launch pad to have you know to have the sonic blast yeah, or whatever yeah. from the launch pad. But he kind of tries to lose him too, right? Which was really like, why did why did we have this whole bit where Venom gets knocked off? He then you know uh, steals a a truck, is driving up next to the train like honk 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 like. <laughs> Is it just for the comedy of it? Is it just it, for the? It must be. Someone was like, you know, would be fucking hilarious. Venom driving it. I wonder. I wonder if it's meant to like evoke parallels of like maybe the Terminator, like this thing that this relentless maybe. thing that can't stop and like, 
you know, will just like take over a truck or whatever. But I, I just was like, this is bizarre. It also doesn't it's make so, any sense for it's so stupid because Peter isn't trying to lose him. He's trying to get him. If if he if Venom got knocked off, he'd be like, "Fuck! Like I need you on this train." Yeah, which on. by the way, this up. train runs right next, right up alongside the launch pad. Like it is right there. Like. No, yeah, like this thing is needs to be miles works. away from a train. Exactly. Uh, well, they 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 eventually show up. Ven- Venom shows up in his truck. They're climbing the uh, the tower. You know, Venom's like, "Oh, you can't. You got nowhere to run, Spider Man." And then the shuttle launches, and the shuttle launch causes the the symbiote to leave Eddie. Um, and then Spidey webs it up, sticks it to the side of the shuttle. Goodbye. That's not going to cause any issues at all. Out of sight, out of mind. Um, Eddie is all weak from having lost the symbiote. And Spidey uh, escapes with him. And I guess like snags a ride back on like a military transport or something. I don't know how he ends up getting home. Um, And then he and Mary Jane are hanging out on the porch. They're having a lovely look at the moon. And yet again, here we go. (laughs) Venom (laughs) in the reflection of the the moon. (laughs) Um, so, you know, the episode wraps it up pretty, pretty quickly there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think you're right. I think this is the weakest of the three. I liked it a lot, but it just plot wise is just Spidey and Venom kind of ping ponging off of each other. Um, that there's no kind of, um, character motivation for anything. Thing to move from one thing to the next it's simply like venom's trying to kill spidey spidey <coughs> is trying to figure out how to defeat venom exactly uh um, i i would have loved maybe another episode in this saga and spread some of these things out across four episodes especially mm-hmm. considering that like the shit we spend time on in later seasons like those six forgotten warriors arc i think that's like a good six episodes like Mm. you know uh this show later on doesn't do short arcs like this all the art like the morbius arc is like five or six or even seven episodes quite a while yeah and i'm just like why did we not devote that kind of time to venom who is arguably a much more important villain than something like morbius although the way that they tie morbius into peter's history and Everything is very different and important for the show. But yeah, would have loved to have maybe just gotten one additional episode to stretch all of this across. And I think this is the weakest of the three. What 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 are you, what are your what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's probably the weakest just because it doesn't have the same strength, especially as the first one in terms mm-hmm. of writing and all that. Um and even the second one to a degree. Uh it's mostly just, you know, ping pong, like you said. Yeah. Cat and mouse. And uh, it's fine, though. It's not bad. And it's still better than a lot of, like, those early episodes, especially. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, and- I would, I think, I think all three of these are some of the best of the season, maybe outside yeah. of one or two. Like, maybe the Mysterio episode is better, or maybe the Craven episode, you know, is better yeah. than this one. But yeah. I think as a whole, it's very impressive how much they are able, they do in such a short amount of time uh-huh. and um yeah it does it does have some holes here and there when it comes to uh, character motivation and things like that but that being said very happy with how 
these episodes went and how they how they they did all of this and uh yeah that is uh that's it that's that's the end of venom for now i'm sure he will show up again Cade. what do you think yeah um <laughs> I, I know he shows up again so <laughs> <laughs> yeah he does uh, he does show up again i'm not yeah. exactly sure when that happens but it does it happen carnage yeah right obviously we we do eventually get carnage in this and i think that yeah. is when venom returns um all right cool well the next batch of episodes is the finale of the first season can you believe it we've already reached the end of season one of the show um so episodes 11 12 and 13 uh so we've got some hobgoblin episodes with 11 and 12 and then 13 is day of the chameleon which is again as we've talked about like a weird like little way to end <laughs> the season like they didn't end on venom um you know they you know hobgoblin isn't an ending either like very very bizarre but we'll see i i don't remember the day of the chameleon episode that well yeah, um, um but but hey um so that's everyone's homework for next week 11 12 and 13 um kate thank you so much for joining me it has yeah, been been fun uh we went on a lot of tangents for some other <laughs> spider-man media and uh, maybe we will have to expand our reviewage mm-hmm. of that stuff in the future um if you would like to watch us live talking about this every saturday 1 p.m mixer.com forward slash great britom you can find that in the show notes if you're listening to this on podcast form if you are listening to us on podcast form please consider giving us a review on apple podcasts every review really helps give us those five stars if you like what you hear and we would love to have you join us live as well do both it's a good time <laughs>